Welcome to Killer Kush. A podcast where we smoke. <coughs> and talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Lady Cuckdenberg. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. <laughs> My names are Lick Namak. My pronouns are he, him. My names. My names. <laughs> My names. <laughs> Welcome to episode... This is six. Six. <laughs> Welcome to episode six. Yeah! Um, this week, we're going to be talking about one of the most famous unsolved murder cases, the Black Dahlia. Yes. Um, Nick, what is your vibe this week? My vibe this week is tired, but uh, I've been very artistic. I've been choreographing a lot of dances this week. Oh, I've for taught, the children. Yeah, I've taught five competition solos. So I'm in a weird dance phase because it's not necessarily my favorite dance. Like, I don't feel artistically fulfilled by it, but it's definitely dance. Like, I'm doing it, and I'm teaching my kids cool things, and I'm molding different styles together, so they're learning in a very unique way. Yeah, and you're getting to dance, which is always a little blessing, you know? It is a little you're blessing, to do yeah. a little bit of art. Yeah, my art. I appreciate it. What's nice. your vibe this week? My vibe is right now I kind of have to sneeze, but it passed, I think. Unless sneeze. Now. Sneeze. Now. No, it's gone. You scared me. Okay. Um... But my vibe, aside from that, is um, I feel a little restless. I feel like I did a lot of things today. Today, um, Tommy and Felonese are sitting behind us, though they are not a, necessarily a part of this episode. They are. Yeah, we quite literally yeah, have a live audience. Our this live week. studio audience. Yeah. Whoa. There's um, also a few dogs in the back, so if you hear some toys, we're. Yeah, it's Nick and I gently stroking each other's, other's hands. Hairs. What the fuck? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we did a lot of chores today. I stained my mirror. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's staining like, is hard work. Did you sand yeah, it? Yeah, we didn't sand it. No, oh. I don't. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like it wasn't finished. It wasn't like a finished mirror. It was sort of like okay. a little rougher. Uh, yeah. So all of our other wood is dark. So now that wood is a little darker too. We need it to be Hell a little yeah. more mahogany. But I'm not going to spend that money, frankly. Yeah, mahogany. This is mahogany. This is mahogany. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited to, uh... Ah! 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 To say, to say it. To do what? To, to, to do... Crack. Drugs. Anyway, yeah. We're gonna go now. Forever. Bye. <laughs> Howdy. Hey. <laughs> I feel like I don't know how to start this one. No, me neither. Well, uh, well, let's start by saying what happened yesterday. Um, oh. I texted Nick at one, and I was like fully in a canoe, yeah. and I was like Nick. Fully in a canoe. Yeah, I was like, hey Nick, I'm so sorry, but is it your week? Because if it's my week, I fucked up because I do not have a story. I did not research anything, and I'm now in a canoe. Um, and I said, yeah, it was your week, bud. Crickets. But then we hung out and played Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, so it was fine. We were just, uh, yeah. Um, and Nick well won because well. he cheats. No, I won because I literally made this version of Monopoly. and Yeah, and that's cheating. None so of you hosts could ever. the rich people made this version of Monopoly. Yeah, Both. I actually okay. make people call me uh, Daddy Bezos when I'm playing the whole time. Katie's oh my like, god, oh, Daddy it happened Bezos. again. We talked about him again. Yeah. He's like inadvertently sponsoring our brains. Yeah, maybe it's like one of those visual things of like, you know when you hear a word for the first time and then you hear it a billion times after? 
Maybe Amazon's so ingrained in our lives that we can't have a complete thought without Amazon coming into it. Yeah. I'm like, good morning, Amazon. Feet, feet, foot, 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 feet, feet, foot, foot, foot. Feet, foot, 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 feet. Foot. Foot. Speaking of feet, this is one of the most <laughs> famous murder cases. <laughs> um, okay. So I have to thank my sources. The FBI... Um, who did a terrible version of this case. <laughs> like, their article had no detail. I was like, oh, I'll just read the FBI and I'll have, like, a great time. Should have um, known. <laughs> yeah. Um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, which they talked really fast and only watched three minutes of it, but it was a very packed Wait, with the minutes. two boys, the two... Yeah. Oh, they're sexy. Yeah, I used to watch those during carpool with my friend Manuela. Like, mm-hmm. she'd put it where the GPS goes, and I'd be, like, driving, like... <laughs> you <laughs> driving? You're in... <clears throat> And the Toronto Sun. <laughs> um, they helped me. And Crime Hunters. So, mm. <clears throat> on January 15th, 1947, a mom and her kiddos, uh, her name was Miss Better Bursinger, <laughs> go for a walk. <laughs> One more time. What was that last name? One more time. <laughs> her name was Betty. Betty? It's, yeah, Betty Bursinger. Her name was Butter Bursinger. <laughs> Midwest ass story. Uh, Where is this okay. from? Uh, this is from California. California. So oh. get the Midwest out of your dirty, filthy mouth. You're the one that said butter. Mm-hmm. Butter Burr. <laughs> Miss Betty Barsinger. <laughs> she goes for a walk with her little kiddo in their Los Angeles neighborhood, and they find the body of a naked young woman just a few feet away from the sidewalk on the 3800 South Norton Avenue block in Los Angeles. So she was sliced at the waist, and at first glance, uh, Miss Betty thought it was a mannequin because of how the body was posed, and it was also really pale, and it was, like, perfectly cut in half, and there was no blood. So there were a Mm. lot of mutilations and cuts on the body, but since there was no blood at the scene, the FBI says this indicates that she had been killed elsewhere, and then the body had been moved. Yeah. On top of that, there was no trauma to the organs or bones, um, and her face had been cut into a smile. So the LAPD immediately started an investigation and enlisted the help of an FBI, or of an FBI. Hold on, pause. (laughs) How old was this kid that saw it? Oh. Do you know? um, Well, it was in a stroller. Okay, so not memorable probably for the child's upbringing? Well, scientifically, memory starts when you're four. That's when your memories actually start solidifying. Here's this four-year-old California hippie child. (laughs) Happy four. Happy birthday, Alice. It's like Madonna doing Vogue, but like saw it in half. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so the LAPD, they, you know, they shoot a DM to the FBI. They're like, hey, we're going to fax you these sound photos, which is like the early fax machine of this girl's fingers. And they identified the body within 56 minutes, which I don't know if that's fast or slow. That's kind of on top of it, though. No, because I feel like, I mean, in the past cases we've talked about, it took them how long to identify Joyce Clinton? Yeah, well, let's also, like, talk about that. Because it was a 22-year-old, like, white woman, how much faster was this case solved? Well, when was this case? It was 1950. Oh, I have the date there. 1947. 1947. So it is, like... You know, they're like, oh no, she's dead. This pretty young girl. Yeah, I still feel like that's really fast. I mean, how does word of mouth find out within? Because that's what they had back then was kind of word of mouth. Do you think? How did that find out within? A can connected to a string. Just yelling. It was like dead bitch. Dead bitch. To Arizona. To Texas. (laughs) To. 
Any of you got some um, dead people? Yeah, because anybody they check to... like I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, well, they were killed off scene. Have... So when, when were phones invented? They had phones. I don't know. Did they have phones in 1947? I don't know, but we can't. <laughs> Let's Google it. <laughs> we ain't scholars. We're stoners. Um, when were phones invented? It's gonna be Wait, like when Jeffrey Bezos guess, was born. Before we start, uh, I'm gonna guess 1962. I'm gonna guess. Wait, like I think popularized te- home telephones. I think the telephone oh. was invented way before that. So iPhone was invented in 2004, but I don't <laughs> know when the first. <laughs> Rip Steve. Oh, 1876. Well, that was like the telephone. When Italian, yeah, but okay. So the LAPD probably had a telephone to the FBI. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I want to know when it was popularized. Oh. You know. Because well, I feel like it would have been very expensive for a long time, and then only were, a few places would have it. Because I feel what like the dawn were phones made. Yeah, like the popularization of cell or of phones must have had like operators. You know, like that was the job then, Yo, and that's always depicted in like the forties. Operator, like I feel like I'd be like Mr. Tomlin. All right, line four. <laughs> yeah, have you seen uh, the Vast of Night? No. It's what a really it? good. It's like an alien flick. Oh. It's newer. There's a really, really long tracking shot through their, this entire town that's beautiful. Oh, sick. What um, Around, like, 50s, 60s. Oh, sick. But there's this teenage girl, and her. it's, like, one of the characters, and her job is a telephone operator. I love that. Does and she she's get like, I'm signing you over. And then she's in love with this guy that's, like, a, they're both teens, and uh, he's a radio host and has, like, a radio show that nobody listens to besides for Wait, her. Wait, that's so cute. Yeah. That's and Allison then she gets a call being like, the aliens. And she's like, listen, radio friend, play this. And this guy's like, there are some fucking aliens in this place. Wow. I it's a pretty good show. That. You should watch it. Oh, it's a show? No, 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 it's a movie. Oh. I know that you like TV shows more, but I'm sorry, it's a movie. Okay. Well, I'll still watch it. Thanks. Uh, 1914. Was is, was there were 10 people for every working telephone in the U.S. Uh, by the end of World War II in 1945, there were five people for every working phone. The technology passed a key milestone in 1998 when there was one phone for every man, woman, or child in the U.S. The more you know. Cool. So they called the FBI. The FBI identified them and maybe fast or slow. I don't know how they... I don't know. So she was 22-year-old wannabe star Elizabeth Short, who was later called Black Dahlia by the press because she often wore black sheer clothing. And there was a movie that had come out at the time called Blue Dahlia. And the movie was about Blue Dahlia, who... um, she was married to this naval officer who discovered that she had been cheating on him and breaks it off with her, and she's later Wait, found murdered. Wait, he was cheating on her? No, she was cheating on him. Oh, the Sorry. officer yeah. found out. Yeah, he found out that uh, she was cheating on her, and then sense. she gets murdered, so it's like a mystery movie. How is that a Which murder? Which is funny. Well, because she's murdered or how after... Is that, how is that a mystery? Sorry, that was the wrong word. Oh, well, because there's a bunch of other people who are possibly uh, involved. Here's us. Like... Girly, we know it's him. Yeah. Is it him? Do you I know? don't know. I didn't Google it. I Somebody Google the spoilers. I wasn't gonna give it a spoiler. It's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> you know. For the sake of cinema. <laughs> what if one of our six followers wants to watch it? Okay, so now um you could Google this if you want. This is a picture of her um that was taken by the medical officer. Wait, our power just went out. That's why we're all screaming right now. Our power yeah. just went out. It screamed it and the called? power went out. Ah! So the power turned back on and uh, Philonise is now bleeding from Katie wounding her foot. I'm sorry. So Black Dahlia, I know that we just kind of made fun of your face a little bit. I am sorry, girly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, Many apologies. Yeah. Wow, crazy. Um, But yeah, so 
uh, her face was carved into a smile, and her DNA was already in the system twice because she applied slash worked as a clerk at an army camp, um, army camp cook, and she also once got arrested for underage drinking. So here's what one of the notes at the time taken by the FBI looked like. Basically, okay, they it, this none of this really matters. It's just like description: female American, 22 years old, five foot six, 118 limbs, uh, black hair, green eyes, very attractive, bad lower teeth. <laughs> Don't like get stop her ass. Roasting her. Get her ass. No, I'm like, oh my god, leave her alone. Fix She's your dead. Teeth, bitch. Um, nailed nails chewed to the quick. The subject found brutally murdered, Nervous. body severed, and mutilated January 15th, 1947 at 39th and Norton. Wait, what if she didn't chew her nails down? What if somebody else chewed her nails down? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Get a different kink if you're going to kill people. <laughs> Do anything else. I'm a nail chewer. Toenails. Oh, toenails are the favorite. Feet, feet, um, foot, foot. So, feet, feet, foot, foot. Uh, whom in- subject <laughs> on whom information wanted last seen January 9th, 1947 when she got out of a car at uh, Biltmore Hotel. So, yeah, at that time she was seen wearing black, no collar on coat, probably cardigan style, fluffy blouse, black suede heels, um, nylon stockings, white glove, full length, big plastic handbag. So she's pretty. <laughs> big plastic handbag. Yeah. Um, she went to the lobby and was last seen in the lobby. Um, of this hotel? Yes. As like on the- January 9th. Oh. Yeah, so the cops estimated that she'd been tortured for three days, and the killer taunted the investigators by mailing his victims personal items. So the police thought they were making headway on the case uh, and apprehended a salesman who was married named Robert Manley, who met Elizabeth, um, the Black Dahlia, in San Diego and dropped her off at a motel on January 9th, the day she was last seen. And Manley identified a shoe and purse of Elizabeth found at the crime scene, but he had an alibi that cleared him of any wrongdoing. Uh, but he probably so he's like lost the last his wife. one that saw him. <laughs> yeah. Or saw her. Yeah, she got out of his car. So he was having an affair with her. Baratro, right? Yeah. And so she just got out of his car, and that's when she was last seen. Do we know if she was, like, staying at this hotel? Was it weird that she was going to this hotel? Um, well, she was, like, a rising star, so she wasn't super wealthy, but she hung out in a lot of social groups, um, because she was really young, she was pretty, like, she had done extra work, you know, things like that, so she was, like, socializing with a bunch of rich men, so Mm. I, there's a lot of fictional work written about her past, but I do wonder if she might have had, like, a few sugar daddies. Oh, I hope she did. Yeah, because, let me, she, let me get into it. This isn't the only man who was older than her who she was messing around with. Uh, so um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No, I'm proud of her. Get that money. Um, yeah. Manly uh, identified, you know, her items, but um, yeah, he was cleared of any wrongdoings. And then in late January, nine weeks later, they received a note from the killer. Um, and I have a picture of it here. You can also Google it if you're at home, you know. Um, but it's all like magazine cutouts. It was a collage letter that said, uh, heaven is here. Um, and then there were a bunch of other letters that followed. So this is the only one that I found a picture of. But um, that was, uh, it was sent to the examiner's office. So inside was a collection of personal documents. Wait, Katie is hard for this, bro. Katie loves collaging. I, if yeah, Katie I'm were like, to ever send, like, a serial killer note, it definitely would be collage. Yeah, and it would have, like, <laughs> random pictures that would mean something metaphorical from the New Yorker. <laughs> you like... A clock, <laughs> yeah, an arm. <laughs> some paint ha- painted by hand on it, like <laughs> a fingerprint. Uh, yeah. Giving them your fingerprint. Well, actually, 
Um, there were fingerprints on this letter. Uh, yeah. So head. inside was a collection of Short's personal documents, including her social security card and birth certificate, and her address book featuring the name Mark Hansen on the cover. So they started researching for central subjects across the nation, and they had suspicions that the killers would um, probably be like someone who was had skills in dissection because the body was cut so cleanly. A scientist. A scientist. <laughs> um so they also looked into students at southern cali med school because she was 22 you know and then they tracked down 75 men from the address book hansen was a club owner who had let her crash at his house the one who was featured in the address book so he was immediately ruled not guilty apparently Mm. she had kind of been crashing at a bunch of people's couches like couch surfing yeah she was couch surfing kind of just like fighting to get famous in la um and a new lead emerged the following year when a former L.A. resident, Leslie Dillon, who was living in Florida at the time, contact, contacted the police and uh, told them that he knew multiple acquaintances who may have killed her. What the Or heck? a mutual acquaintance, not multiple. Oh, I was <laughs> like, here is Leslie. His friends. All right, bitches, it could be this person, it could be this person, it <laughs> no, could be this person. He, he's like, I've done a lot of thinking, so here's <laughs> my research. But... Comes with, like, one of those, like, spider web boards of just, like, a red string. <laughs> Pulling it out of his car, like. That's <laughs> oh, so uh, funny. It's a Prius. Um, but a mutual friend. Yeah, a mutual friend. So, uh. If I killed Phil and niece, would you tell on me? Yes. To Tommy, would you be like, Tommy, Nick killed Phil and niece? I would also tell to the police. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Well. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it depends on why or what happened. No, but I don't what, if know. <laughs> what if it wasn't an accident? If what was, if, like... If it was an accident, then I would make sure that we invested in a very good lawyer. Katie's like, I play by the books. <laughs> Have you seen Search Party? <laughs> Thank you. Watch it, you silly little guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Um, so Dylan was like, hey, I think this dude might have killed her. But instead, they thought that Dylan was actually the killer and had DID, so dissociative identity disorder, and they used an LAPD psychiatrist to try and coax, I didn't know how to spell coax, (laughs) a murder confession out of her. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So this bitch has multiple personalities? No. They just said- Oh, they were lying about it? They said he did. Yeah, it was super unethical. So Uh... he was in this, like, super legal situation where he he was being held and they were trying to coax a murder confession out of him, being like, you have multiple identities, we're gonna watch you. And also, if you think of the time, like, this is when that science is starting to be created. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, everybody's a little bit crazy. Yeah. You want a frontal lobotomy? (laughs) Come on. Anybody? Mm -hmm. Want a lobot? Um, But there was no reason why why Dylan would have. If you talked to any of his family members, they would have been like, no. Ah, so they all were like, what the fuck? Yeah, so it was illegal. So Dylan managed to sneak a letter out of the window of his cell and give it, um, and give them the name of the person he suspected actually murdered Short, and that person was Wait, so they just didn't even listen? No, they didn't listen. They They were like, like, you did it, and grabbed him? Yeah, and they (laughs) held him for two weeks, and then they didn't get a confession. He was like, I'm not crazy. Here's the person who I think actually did it, and they were like, okay, well, let's investigate him. (laughs) <laughs> stupid dog <laughs> stupid dog um but Whoa. yeah so then they let them both out but uh dylan mm-hmm. the the stitches he started a lawsuit against the city and that launched an investigation of the grand jury in 1949 being like are y'all okay over there 
Are you doing your jobs? Mm-hmm. Are you, what are you doing? Because that Checking was super them, yeah. illegal. And where was the evidence for that, you silly little guys? Yeah. Um, so after Wait, that, the, yeah, they really held him on no yeah. evidence. Well, the LAPD was super corrupt at this time. This is, mm. it was very corrupt at during this time. time. Yeah. And during all times. It was very <laughs> Blank, blank, PD is yeah. always corrupt. But even LAPD would be like, oh, yeah, those bitches, they were doing so <laughs> much. Yeah. Um, as they continue to do. Anyways, um, so after that investigation, they sort of just let the case go to rest and live with the other many cold cases. So the Black Dahlia case picked up a lot of popularity again in the 70s and 80s when fictional books about Elizabeth Short's personal life and who the killer might be came out. Mm. So, um,. This is yeah. like what's happening to Jean Bonnet right now. Kind know? of, yeah, because they're just making up all of the information that they don't know, and yeah. especially because she was kind of, she was pretty and she was young and she was a rising star. People, Katie were like, loves Jean Bonnet. I yeah, and well, and the, both of them. I know. I was like <laughs> the similarities between this case and Jean Bonnet is yeah. simply the age gap. <laughs> well, and also both of them could have been solved because a lot of people think that it was a police cover up. And it was actually someone who was an L.A. Society surgeon and a part of the police who was named George Hondel. Um, Even his own family thought it was him. This was very American Horror Story. You know, the one season that there's like next doors, like in the basement. Horror House? Is it Horror House? I don't know. But it's either the first one or Coven, one of the two. I Murder House or Coven? Coven, I didn't watch. You nasty pig. Coven's the best season. Yeah, I just didn't watch. Stevie Nicks is in I watched, like, a few episodes. I definitely watched it, but I couldn't... Misty Day is the best character that came out of Ryan Murphy's head. Did it it come out of Ryan Murphy's head, though? Or did it just come out of his I don't think any of these shows have come out of his head. No, Ryan Murphy's like, and put my name on it. I love that one. I love it. I love it. (laughs) If you don't, it's homophobic. Just in case you were wondering, Ryan Murphy, I do have a few scripts, (laughs) so... (laughs) Ryan, Um, if you're listening to this, I apologize. (laughs) If you want some gay people on television, I will put them there. I'm gay. So, <laughs> um, this dude, uh, George Hondel, or Hoddle, H-O-D-E-L, Hoddle, 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 George Hoddle, <laughs> um, one of his family members spent four decades trying to prove that it was him, uh, Steve Hoddle, his son, who is now 77 and a retired LAPD homicide detective. Steve told the New York Post that the killer had performed a hemiscorporectomy on her. Come on, doctor. Yeah, a unique procedure that was taught at medical school during the 1930s when he was there where you cut between the second and third lumbar vertebrae. So it's the only way you can divide a body without cutting through bone. He was practicing. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) On that pretty woman. (laughs) Pretty woman. (laughs) I'm sawing you in. (laughs) Pretty woman. Your organs will be fine, though, because I'm a surgeon. No, it's it's okay. We should stop. Anyways, um... (laughs) (laughs) Um... So yeah, Hoddle was an eccentric man who was the head of the L.A. County Health Department and Hygiene Division, and he was, this is George Hoddle, the suspected um, the killer, was very socialized in Hollywood at the time, and he hung out with a bunch of rich famous bitches because he was married to director John Huston's ex-wife, um, and his close friend was Man Ray. Do you know him? He was a famous photographer. No. I don't know him either, but they said he was famous, so I wrote it down. Someone will know. 
Good for you if you do. Um, so he lives in a spacious, somewhat bizarre mansion, or lived, rather, in a spacious, somewhat bizarre mansion that was modeled after a Mayan temple, just in L.A. Man Ray or Steve Model? Um, George Model. Steve is his son. George. Okay. We're talking about George. George. His yeah, dad. George was super eccentric, head of the L.A. health department, um, and lived uh... in this Mayan temple, hung out with rich, famous people because he was dating in director's ex-wife, or married uh-huh. to. Haha. Yes. Yeah. So his son, Steve Hoddle, claimed that George knew Dahlia and she was his patient and then they had an affair. <gasps> yeah. And he said in an, er- in an interview that he loved his father and people say this is a daddy dearest thing, but far from it. I was confident I'd be able to show he had nothing to do with these crimes. And he was only five at the time of the Dahlia murder. But he, George... How the fuck the would po- he know? He- <laughs> He's five. No, but he joined the police force... And he was shocked to discover that wherever George went, people seemed to die. So his secretary was killed in 1946. And Steve thinks his dad was involved in the Chicago lipstick murder, which was a very similar murder to this, where a six-year-old girl was also given a hemiscorporectomy. Damn, he really yeah. wanted to practice that. He had to he get it did. perfect. But why? Sawing someone in half? What is that gonna ha- what, are you, what are you doing? Like a puzzle. Oh, my God goodness I, i'm vomiting <laughs> uh he was also accused of child molestation of his 14 year old daughter tamar hodel um so Damn, that's sad yeah and steve his son said that the handwriting in a letter from the dahlia killer to the la examiner was freakishly similar to his dad's so they did a handwriting test to examine his handwriting along with the dahlia letters but it came back inconclusive very similar to the JonBenet case, once again. Yeah. Because it's all based on the handwriting, and you can be like, yeah. But there was an uh, an audio tape where Hoddle can be heard saying, suppose I did kill Block Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary anymore because she's dead. Oh, because the secretary probably saw the bla- saw Elizabeth coming and going when, yeah. well, you and- know, like if she was banging him in the office literally getting that getting it over that examination table you know and if it was like the same time that it happened mm. so she yeah. probably was like this is very suspicious is no one gonna picture them no just like her, the receptionist always staring at him mm. and then him being like <laughs> arrested it. development Another type one. Editing. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so what suppose i did kill black <laughs> and um, what but yeah so Evidence from the case can no longer be found, and the LAPD was very corrupt at the time, and they technically had enough evidence to bring him in for the Dahlia cases, but they didn't. So they probably, there was some payoff going, or they just were very, like, protecting their people, and also they had enough evidence to bring him in for the death of his secretary, and they didn't do that either. And Uh, he died in 1999, so the case was never solved. I'm glad he died. Yeah. Also... I hate that his son's a pig, but also go his son for being like, I'm I'm confident with my dad now. Yeah. Like, that takes a lot. It and does. also kind of really solidifies it if you're like, I've looked into his behaviors over the years and talked to family and dug into details. Yeah. And apparently he had a few affairs with other women. Hmm yeah well it sounds like so elizabeth he, yeah. did too <laughs> <laughs> yeah elizabeth i really think that she was like a sugar baby or something because it was all these rich men mm-hmm. and also men in social circles that she wanted to be a part of so i commend yeah. her yeah she was working the ranks and i feel yeah. like 
that was a very different time of like what the Hollywood scene looked like. The casting couch and whatnot. Yeah, have you seen that one movie that Ryan, or that one TV show that Ryan Murphy's gay ass directed that's about gay Hollywood and the no, olden days? No, what is it? Quite literally called Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, but the, it's interesting because it's um, a revisionary and queer spin on the 1940s film industry. Yeah. Gay people. <laughs> Wait, this is a funny sentence. Co-created by out gay executive producer Ryan Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> when the suffix gay comes before your name sad you are not a person you sad. are first gay rhymantha 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 what's how do you mayan rurfi mayan rurfi mayan rurfi <laughs> uh girl boss gatekeep gaslight oh today we have to get tommy and phonies to do this too. yeah actually the whole circle's gonna do this uh Today you go I'm first, feeling Katie. very, um... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're stroking okay. my leg as we speak. <laughs> Girl boss. Fuck. Yeah, because yes. I woke up at, like, 11, and I jumped out of bed and cleaned mm. the house. It was clean On two feet, sprinting. 11, or 12, 17. Yeah. Yeah. Tap those veins, put some coffee in them. Yeah, and heroin as well. You? Tommy! <laughs> Tommy! Yeah. yeah. Just, like, there, and just talk loudly. Hi. Uh, Tommy, do you are you feeling girl boss gatekeep or gaslighty today? Do you need a definition of any of them? We can pause. I guess. How about would it be would it make sense to explain it? How I'm feeling today as gatekeepy if all I really want to do is just like listen to music. Yeah, you want to gatekeep music from the rest of us. Y'all don't get it, and like, yeah, Yeah. just vibe alone. Yeah, you know when you like find a band, but you don't want to tell your friends because you know someday they're gonna tell somebody else they found that band, and then you're like, "Mm, this is mine. Yeah, yeah, you get mad about it when you do find. Twenty One Pilots has really like got bond for me. Thank you, Thomas. Oh, thank you. Okay, uh, Phil and East. Get closer. You have to get super close. Talk very loud. Oh my, very girl boss as well. Yes, girl boss. Um, I just been been doing shit. Yeah, and being productive. And I'm like, damn, I'm that bitch. Philanise just got a photo shoot back from a very talented photographer. Um, what's the photographer's name, Philanise? Yeah, what's their handle? Their handle is at Beautiful Bullets Photography. Yes. We love a black female photographer. Speaking yeah. of, uh, Phil and Nisa's <laughs> photography account is UBX3 Photography. Check it out. Yeah. Thanks for Very talented. Yeah. Very talented. Um, well, one of Wait. us is going to have to... What? I didn't go. Oh, well, I'm feeling gatekeeping because <laughs> he yeah, doesn't <laughs> just to gatekeeping this segment. <laughs> uh, I feel gaslighty but i feel <laughs> gaslighted you said that like last week and week before. before that you that. i'm about to start no. a rumor <laughs> <laughs> fuck you fuck you i'm dead as fuck hmm. <laughs> i'm drinking anyway, my coffee uh three sentence summary me when you're three sentence summary didn't prep before I told you to cue me. Okay, well, also, actually, you get one sentence, Tommy gets one sentence, Philanese gets one sentence. Ah, 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 ah. Wait, so what's the order? 
Elizabeth Short. Yes. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good first she's, attempt. She's young. She's making a living in many yes. ways. In mm. great ways. She's yeah. Doing great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her living her. Style, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then something happens. That... No commas in that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Good. All right. Sentence one. Boom. Um, me or you, Phyllis? Um, <laughs> she got split in half. <laughs> Period. God damn. So basically, you see what happened was <laughs> she got caught up in some stuff, and this one pig doctor man just got her ass and got a little kid too and never got got period that was good that was pretty yeah. good yeah that was pretty solid yeah I feel like i'd say overall that. we got the story yeah like somebody could hear that and be like oh the black dahlia yeah right you know and we even called her by her legal name by her government name we elizabeth said Elizabeth short yeah elizabeth short but remember that part when we laughed at the picture and the power went out mm-hmm. yeah that bitch Ew. got us oh, yeah. sorry lizzie yeah sorry girl elizabeth short not that short. Not in a tussle. Because of her hustle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that an actual... <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> Whoa! Thank you. Whoa. In a past life, I was Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> More plays. More. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're recording. Hey, Elio has been going off the walls. Elio Vans. is now two years old. His birthday passed a while ago. He's did in we, his terrible did we twos. Say this on yeah, we did. Oh, well, we also offered my dog to people. Oh, yeah. And it, nobody even took it. So, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody took it. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do now? Huh? There's two of them. No, I love him. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Online any, from you. Anything pressing quid. this week? Pressing? Um... Are we missing any details? Uh, are we missing any? Oh, yeah. About life. Oh, about life. Well, we're sponsored by BetterHelp. Get BetterHelp. <laughs> One day we'll be sponsored by BetterHelp, and then we won't have to go back and put it in this episode because you just said that. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Hope. Speaking of, if anyone, um, <laughs> you know, if anyone wants to sponsor us, we were thinking of starting a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't know what it would be, but... Yeah, maybe we'd just, like, do... Well, we could just do little live streams of us... Yeah. Um, or not. Yeah. Uh, we could post pictures of feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> like we're gonna do that. Like, our followers would love that. Really us, that like... Like... Oh. Tommy is just like grinning Tommy. and nodding. <laughs> Tommy has his Venmo open. Ready to subscribe. Uh, yeah. Wait, I have it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think. Yeah. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, and, Facebook, and, and tweet. At Kill Killer Killer At Killer Kush Podcast. Um, if you want to do the sound of the week for next week, you if gotta you fill wanna do out the sound the form of the week below. If you wanna fill out the form in that website, we have on all our social media. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so thank you guys for being here. I feel like now we're just counting up the minutes till 40. We're like, <laughs> we're like 39 minutes is so short. Well, Do I talk fast, guys? You should fill out the Google form and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, instead of putting a sound, be like, here's critiques for Katie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll block them from reading them, and I'll read them all, and I'll gatekeep those secrets for next thank week. You. I would, oh, for next Maybe. week you're gonna literally drag me, me doing on a story television <laughs> me my story being yeah katie killing the podcast <laughs> no <laughs> millennials killing things that should just be one of our stories so this murder the serial killer <laughs> <laughs> like the um, word lit oh I feel like there are a lot of colloquialisms that millennials killed yeah well we could also get into how a lot of colloquialisms were adopted from aave and yes then it's like we should probably cut some of those out of our language. We don't yes. even notice it. Because how would you notice it unless you go to a class or know? Yeah, and have the, uh, are able to recognize. Yeah. And be very uh, aware. Yeah, yeah. And correct yeah. what you're hearing. Because we develop hearing and speech patterns from what we hear around us, you know? Yeah. And because Did it's you so. Just fart? <laughs> that was my, my heel. Fill a new speech shit. Yeah. But anyways, um, what's your favorite gum flavor? <laughs> uh, gotta feel five gum. Oh really? No. <laughs> 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 we need to end this. Goodbye. <laughs>